The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm Trevor Van Vieren. And I'm Megan. And we are going to discuss a meeting that we attended last week Thursday at Word of Faith Christian Center, where they hosted none other than Amir (laughs) Sarfati. I got his last name right. eh? Yes, you did. You got it right. We were really blessed to attend that. Yeah. Now, Amir is... Well, he was a Jew. Yeah, born a Jew. Yeah, he's born a Jew. And he converted to Christianity. Yes. And let me give you like a little brief background. He was also involved in the IDF. And he's a teacher of the word. Mm. That's his office in the fivefold ministry. Yes. And he specializes in end time events. Yes. And he, he teaches the the connection between the Jews and, and the, church. the church. Yes. Israel and the church. Yes. And I mean, if you think about it, who better to pick than someone who's born and raised in the Holy Land? Yes. Someone who understands the culture, someone who understands the importance of rabbis and synagogues and shmuels and that type of thing. Mm. And here's this guy, and I tell you, you can literally sense the power of God when he speaks Mm. in a service. And uh, what was so awesome the day of that event, I got this WhatsApp call from Megan, video call. She never video calls me from work, you know. And so I get this video call. I think I should tell the story. Okay, you tell the story. So we've been following Amir for about a year on his uh, Telegram channel. Yeah. And we've been so blessed by his channel and what he's posting all the time because he does the coverages of the wars and everything. And I happened to get invited to this Facebook group. And the same day I joined this group, I saw an ad that Amir is coming to South Africa. And I scroll down and I see, oh, my goodness, he's coming to Port Elizabeth. This is amazing. (laughs) So, nonetheless, we fast forward to the Thursday that we attended the service, and um, I, I believe it was Thursday that I. Yes, it was. So, um, there I am at this coffee shop. Yeah. And I look and I see this familiar face. But you said you heard oh, this. Oh, yes, language. I heard the foreign yeah. languages, and I thought, that's. That's interesting, and I'm used to foreign languages because yeah. I've worked with many foreigners. So they were obviously speaking Hebrew. No, no, no. Uh-huh. The, um, it was the accent. Oh, the accent. They okay. had um, American accents. Okay. And there was a, a gentleman that was standing there that looked very familiar. And so I looked away, and as I looked again, I went, "Oh my goodness! I know that face. That is Amir. <laughs> this is not even happening right now." And I said to Trevor, goodness me, my feet did the walking. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop myself. I walked right up to him in the in the middle of his clan of, of um, the men that were with him. And yeah. I just said to him, 
I apologize for being so forward, but you are Ahmed and we'll be joining and watching you tonight. <laughs> and he just smiled so big. And um, I just said to the gentleman, I'm so sorry, I'm not aware of who you gentlemen are, yeah. uh, but him I know, Ahmed. <laughs> and I just said, could I please ask you if I, I really believe I was a little bit starstruck? <laughs> you know, Yasser's famous preacher guy standing in this coffee shop. And he must have thought I was a little, anyway. So I just said to him, Amir, please, I'll ask you, could you please take a photo with me? My husband will be so, so upset if he finds out that I met you and he didn't get to see you. So he actually said to me, hey, well, let's do one better. Let's video call him. <laughs> and before you go on there, I was talking to our neighbor. Yes. And we organized tickets for William and Anna. Yes. And William said, no, he doesn't want to go because, you know, um, it's a church and, you know, they lock up doors and, you know, stories that he heard and so forth. And I said <laughs> to him, goodness. it's not going to be like that. And I, I even joked with him because William and Anna both love Amir, as mm. you know. They yes. actually introduced us to Amir. Yes, they did. And he, <laughs> I still said to I still said to William, William, you know what's going to happen? Amir's going to call me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I said, Amir's going to call me, and that was the Wednesday. Yes. And he's going to say, no, just come over and I'll I'll work you in the back. You don't have to worry. (laughs) Yeah, Amir says to Megan... Let's hey, do let's one video better. Call let's him. video call him. So that, that that was a. So I video called Trevor, and I don't ever video call him. Yeah. I ha- never have a need to because I'm always with him, and I video call him, and he takes so long to answer. So Amir says to me, "Okay, no problem. Let us just do a video of me saying hello to him, and you can send it to him." And as he says that, Trevor answers. Yeah. So I said, Trevor. Lovey, my little schnooky, I said, somebody wants to say hello to you. And I turned the phone. Oh, you should have seen his face. I was. He had his hand over his mouth in disbelief. Oh, my goodness. Is this who I think I'm seeing? And Amir, what did he say to you? He looks at me and he says, hi, Trevor. (laughs) And I'm like, oh. I was like, what? Also starstruck from <laughs> I'm still staring at him. And Shami felt a little awkward, like the need to say something. Yes. And then he says, well, Trevor, I will see you tonight. Um, yes. And something like that. And um, yeah, I was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did what not see mo- that coming. That was that was such a sweet yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> I was so blessed by that. I, I couldn't stop thanking Jesus for yeah. the favor. To actually meet this guy in person who we've been following, who's been based in Israel and traveling all over the world, preaching everywhere. He's standing right in front of us and we're about to attend his conference. And uh, that was amazing. And then we got the opportunity that evening to meet up with him. And what a blessed event. You can tell about the event. So... I just want to read um, an opening scripture, yes. and it is Matthew 24, and we're going to start hmm, verse 3. 
And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? Those two things I always tell people there's a difference there. The yes. sign of your coming and then the end of That's the world. That's two different events. Yeah. And Jesus answered and said to them. It's interesting, by the way, that they asked those particular questions because mm. obviously along the way Jesus kept ministering that to them. Yes. So they knew what to ask. Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Mm. He is referring to their question that they asked, When is the sign of your coming? And the end yes. and he and he's telling them now these things are taking place but that's not the end so it's a sign of his coming yes and they go on to say he goes on to say and says um for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in different places all these are the beginning of sorrows then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And of course, he goes on and on and on. The type of ministry, like we said, that Amir has is teaching Bible prophecy. Mm. And him being a Jew, like I said, I mean, who better? Someone who understands the culture, someone who understands the ancient names that they're referring to and so forth. Of course. He is bringing light to the times that we're in right now. And there's a lot of practical things that he said and made mm. reference to. Um, something that the Lord also said to me, and I was blessed by it when Barry Stagner mentioned yes. it uh the lord said to me you know you guys have the edge concerning the times that we live in mm. you guys have the edge right now the to advantage teach on this. yeah yes and the mainstream media doesn't because they don't understand this stuff they're outside the kingdom and they're selfish and there's a lot of personal agendas involved but where do they start? Mm. And the mainstream media has tried to pick up on it. Don't get me wrong. They know that, if I can say, the the slice of the pie, of the, of the world pie, yes. a big portion of it is Christianity. That's why Hollywood tries to make Bible movies as well. They know there's money there. They know there's a large percentage of people that will listen. And so to try and keep their ratings up and so forth, they also try and talk about Bible prophecy and the end and so forth. But if you're not born again, mm. where do you start? Yes. You don't know what to look for. Mm. You won't know what chapter and verse to go to. 
And that's where we come in. Yes. And it is important for us to teach on these things. I've heard yes. Kenneth Copeland say this as well. Kenneth Copeland said, we should be talking about these things now more than ever. Mm. He said, we should be using this as a tool to evangelize. Yes. Because it is the truth and it is happening. And at the end of the day, it, this is wisdom that we have. Yeah. And if we withhold it from the people, we are judged on that. Yeah. Which isn't right. I mean, they need to know about the things that are coming. They do need to know. So that they can prepare. Because yeah. you're supposed to be preparing. Now, I touched on some topics and one girl, she lives in a little bubble. And she said, I can't, I, I, I can't get into this stuff because it's like you're getting into a rabbit hole. You're going down the rabbit hole. Mm. and It's just fear-based. It's just fear-based. And... We we just all I said was you need to be aware of the times that we're living in. Yes. That's it. And she's like, No, we need to talk about other things like um that God loves us and so forth and so on. And don't get me wrong. Which is important. That's very important. But you can get to know that God loves you while you're in the end times. Exactly. And you'll have less fear. Exactly. And more excitement about the end times because your redemption is near yeah. when you understand how much you are loved. Exactly. But it's important to know that stuff. It's like part of your, uh, if I can say your heritage, yeah. not your heritage, part of your future. You can't hide away from it. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And if you. And it's going to happen soon. Yeah. If you don't stay abreast of the times, there's things that the mm. Jews just know about end times. I mean, I did a little bit of a Google search some time back, and you got to see the prophecies that the rabbis are expecting to come to pass. Mm. And you can't jump in. To this, if I can call it a stew, <laughs> yes. you can't jump into the stew too late and just say, like, you know, we've had someone here over the weekend and they said, it's just confusing. Mm. You know, when you talk about end times, obviously she hasn't heard our messages yet. And yes, um, she came with us to the meeting. And there was a lot of information lot, for someone yeah. who's never really studied out the end times. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend if someone is interested in it to follow Amir's channel. Yeah. Oh, you'll be so enlightened. And what I like about what Amir is reporting on, it's not so much here's a scripture today, here's a scripture tomorrow, mm. the scripture, 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 and don't get me wrong, that's placed more for like people like us. That's our type of ministry. His type of ministry is different again, where he reports on news relevant Almost to... Almost like a journalist. Yes, relevant to Bible prophecy. Yes. He doesn't... Re I've, I've followed this other channel about end time events. They talk about such random stuff that has got absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with end times. You know, um, I, 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 don't even, I can't even think now off the top of my head mm. some of the stuff they've made no impact it, it, it's it has got nothing to do with end times whatsoever like why are you calling yourself end times uh, end times <laughs> channel and you're not reporting on the actual end times yes um and that guy tends to report a lot on america because he's an american okay and uh i don't even i don't even look at that stuff anymore because it's it's just 
it's irrelevant. Yes. It really is. What you want to know is, and something that I loved that Marius got, because, you know, like Andrew and I were talking and so forth, and Andrew also says it sounds like it, there's such a lot of information, like, you know, where do you start and so forth. I said, me too, when I started studying out end times, it it also seemed like, wow, there's such a lot of information. And there is a lot of information. Yes. But you've got to break it down into its correct categories. Mm. That's what you've got to do. And when you, when you really spend quality time searching up the scriptures and you get to see that there's actually a timeline. And Hilton Sutton mentioned that. I heard Billy Brim talk about the the. the times and when you understand that everything seems to fall into place mm. because that that timeline is broken up into categories and certain things fit into certain categories on that timeline and they don't go over into the next if i can say Please. dispensation or the or next age yeah they don't cross over so that's where you kind of eliminate the confusion mm. so something that i really whoops I bumped that, guys. Apologize for that. But something that I really thought that was interesting, and I, I just want to go to Isaiah. It's a prophecy about Damascus. Yes, I was really, well, if I can say blessed by that, because yeah. that was one of the places we weren't really focusing on. No, not at all. And yeah, we find out it's like one of the signs of yes. the times. and. So uh, Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1, and Amir was pointing this out, and I really like this. Now he says, the burden, this is the scripture, the burden of Damascus, behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap. Wow. Now, I didn't even consider that because everyone is focused on Ezekiel. Yes. And that's something that I've been following very closely. The Lord told me, look at the relationship between Russia and Israel as well, which mm -hmm. I've been doing. But yes, this thing about Damascus that pops up. And I did not know that Damascus is one of the oldest cities in the world. It's four mm -hmm. and a half thousand years old. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine you, you were there when it was built. Wow. You'd be four and a half thousand years old today. <laughs> but what he was saying was he believes that the city of Damascus would be destroyed first before the Ezekiel 38 war mm -hmm. that is prophesied. And then, you know, we follow his channel and so forth. And of late, Damascus, by the way, to the listeners, I want you to know this. Damascus is the capital of Syria. And Putin, Vladimir Putin, is acting like a mob boss. <laughs> and he's acting like he has got controlling rights over Syria and yes. what goes on in Syria. So you might say, no, where do you get that? Go and check out the news, man. Go. Yes. You need to you need to follow the news. I'm not talking about your local news. I'm mm. talking about news that is relevant to Bible prophecy. It is so important because it'll keep you on your toes, not put you in fear, but 
really help you to understand and appreciate the times that we're living in right now. And this is exactly why we are following Amir, because everything that he is speaking is literally in the Bible. Yes, and he has got access to so many, if I can say, legit news outlets. Yes, yeah. Uh, this is not fake news. Yes. This is legitimate stuff. And like I'm saying to you, you won't understand these things if you don't follow and you don't do a proper study. And the world doesn't know how to mm. report on this stuff. The world is reporting on some of this stuff, but not from a prophetic point of view. Yes. They're reporting it just from, it's just news. Oh, it's those oaks again. They're just fighting again and again. Mm. You know, nothing's changed over there. No, 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 no. So... Like I said to you, there's this war that the rabbis are expecting to take place. The war of Russia, Russia and Israel. And uh, a lot of people said, is the uh, Gog and Magog war the same as Armageddon? Is it the same war? No, it's not. Mm -mm. Because the battlegrounds on different locations. The Armageddon war will take place in the Valley of Megiddo. And the Gog and Magog war, the scripture tells us it will take place to the north of Israel. And Gog is considered Russia today. Now, here's the interesting thing. The Lord said to me, like I said, go and check out the relationship between Russia and Israel and monitor it very closely. And, and I've been doing it. And this was before... This was before anything happened. Before Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, this was way before Russia and mm. Ukraine. And um, I, I was watching what was taking place over there. And then all of a sudden, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was the then prime minister. He was close friends with Vladimir Putin. And Vladimir actually liked him. Yes. He, they really had a good relationship. They had respect for each other. Yes. And Vladimir said to him, it's okay. You can, if if Hezbollah and so forth attacks Israel, you can go in there and you can put them in their place. Well, all of a sudden, Benjamin Netanyahu was voted out. Yes. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. But I love what... Um, Amir says, he says, don't look at everything that's bad, that's bad. Exactly. Some of those bad things have to take place yes. in order for prophecy to be fulfilled. So this other guy, Benedict, comes in on the scene. But let me just back backpedal there quickly. Even though Benjamin Netanyahu and Vladimir Putin were good friends mm. and they had a good relationship, I saw one time in the news where Vladimir said to Benjamin, if we weren't friends, we would have attacked Israel long ago. (gasps) Exactly why God said to watch the relationship. Now, for them to do that would be prophecy fulfilled Mm. of the Ezekiel war that's coming. Well, I don't call it the Ezekiel war, sorry. Uh, the Gog and Magog War. Yes. So that I thought was, wow, it's already in his heart. It already came out of his mouth. So you know it's coming. Yeah. And then there was nothing else that took place. Mm. So then this Benedict fella gets voted in. 
And he goes, now it's in the news. This Benedict guy is voted in and he has to, uh, for public relation purposes, foreign policies and so forth, he's got to go and visit Vladimir Putin now, introduce himself, I'm the new prime minister and so forth. Can we continue this relationship that you had with Benjamin Netanyahu? And Vladimir used that as an opportunity to sever ties with Israel. Wow. And he's like, no. Now, of late, what Amir has been posting, Israel has been taking shots at Damascus. My God in heaven. <laughs> like, my eyes are opening. Can you I see? I just, I, like I said before, I hadn't even considered Damascus. And then when yes. you mentioned it, I was like, oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah. Now, yes, when that prophecy was given, you think to yourself, Okay, how is that going to happen? Mm. It's the oldest city in the world. There's no other city that's older than Damascus. Yes. But when you look at our current events and how it's starting to unfold, it's the it's the terrorists that are taking ground inside of Damascus and their plants for building weapons and so forth and mm. drones and UAVs and so forth. Now... Israel is coming in and starting to shoot those plants, which happen to be in Damascus. Mm. So it's going to end up being just rubble It's eventually. going to be a ruinous heap. Yes. That word is going to come to pass. And Vladimir says, I'm mean, Vladimir, uh, Amir. Yes. It's all these names, <laughs> you know. Amir says to him, it yes. would just make sense that Russia would get angry at Israel at Israel because they have already in the news and this is what Amir posts on his telegram channel these things that are very very important to bible prophecy how putin is getting angry with israel mm. just like the lord said to me trevor i want you to watch the relationship between russia and israel yes. why is that because if you understand this, and, and so many Bible scholars agree with this, and if you follow the scripture, it makes sense, and you do the math and so forth, that Gog and Magog war takes place right before the tribulation period. Yes. And we're not going through the tribulation. Praise God. So I'm not too sure if the rapture takes place just before the Gog and Magog war or as it opens up or during, I don't mm. know. But Russia has been very vocal with Israel and said, you better stop fighting in Damascus. Stop your attacks in Syria. Yes. Now, this is, this is the buildup. This is the buildup. And we're out of time. Already? Yeah. Oh. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. 
All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.